The Pat Kenny Show with Matter Private Network on News Talk. And if you've got technical questions for Jess on mobile telephony or any other aspect of the tech world, uh, text those questions to us now on 53106 at a cost of 30 cent. Uh, good morning, Jess. Good morning, Pat. It is barbecue season almost. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's still a bit chilly at night. Uh, and you've been looking at uh, a new barbecue from George Foreman. Yeah, I, I was really intrigued by this one because as someone who lives in an apartment, uh, the notion of having a big, huge barbecue that requires the gas canister and a lot of smoke and a lot of issues, sometimes yeah. you're not allowed to have them, particularly if you're in um, on, on a balcony and so on. I was intrigued by this one because it's slightly different. Uh, you may be familiar with the George Foreman grill. Um, the, the mean, green... Lean, something, something, green something, something. Grilling machine. Yeah. Whatever. So it, they've been around for young. And the idea is that uh, they grill your food. It's a slightly healthier healthier alternative. Um, and I hate talking about it, but all the fat and stuff like that from your food kind of drips off into a drip tray. Well, now what they've done is they've brought out this indoor-outdoor barbecue grill. Similar in principle. Uh, and it can... St- Cook for 15 portions of, um, you know, meat or vegetable at any one time. It stands up on a stand. It's quite like a little tripod, basically, that uh, the, the, the top grill sits on. And it plugs in and it'll allow you to cook your food. There's no smoke, obviously, because uh, it's the grill. It's electric grill. Rather yeah, so it's like having stuff on a pan at home. Exactly it. Um but what I love is the portability of it. As I said, I live in an apartment and so being able to bring it out onto my balcony uh, and, and get that barbecue sense on sunny days, it's lovely. And, and it what works did the condominium well. think of you gr- grilling on the balcony? Uh, do you know what? It didn't actually cause any hassle. I have had people who have made way worse uh, noise and all the rest on their balconies. So there was no smoke or anything like that. You do get the scent of yeah. food, but sure, if that's the worst thing that I do as a tenant, then I'm absolutely all right, I would say. Uh, it's €139. Euro, and as I said, I was very impressed by it. It's You're not going to get the, quite the same taste as if you're doing a charcoal sure, yeah. barbecue or anything like that. But if you are someone like me who is tight on space, uh, but wants to have the option of doing an indoor or an outdoor grill, uh, this is the way to go. It's 139 euros. I said I was very impressed by it. I very much enjoyed the yeah. novelty factor of it. Yeah, and I've tried it too. And uh, it's very good if you want to do a couple of steaks or whatever. On they go. And it's no fuss, no bother. Yeah. And all of that. Now, you're right about the flavour. It's not, it's not the same. There, but... Still, needs must. Look, we we reviewed the Weber barbecue on this programme last year and Weber are the big brand. So if and when I ever get a house, my goal would be to have a big, huge Weber in the big, huge garden and have a great whale of a time. For the moment, if that's not a reality for you, like it's not a reality for me, this is the way to go. And 139 euros is not breaking the bank. Exactly. The the Weber barbecues now, you've got temperature probes and you have all this sort of stuff, but they are serious pieces of kit and a price to go with it. Yeah, the, the one that we reviewed last year, I absolutely loved and adored it because uh, it's as tech savvy as they go. There's an app to go with it. So you get a notification on your phone when the barbecue is hot enough for whatever you're t- you're going to cook. So for example, if you're doing burgers or if you're doing fish, you get a notification saying it's time to put it in. So for a fool like me who can't, you know, make toast without cause and hassle, uh, the Weber one does take a lot of the stress out of it. But as I said, the George Foreman is a good option. One of my listeners, Tom, says, surely it's not a barbecue if you don't have a fire, like uh, charcoal, well, you've got gas, 
so-called barbecues, which sometimes have coals and sometimes uh, not. But the point is, it's not really a barbecue. It's a, a mean, lean grilling machine. Yeah, and it's, <laughs> it, it, it offers people an outdoor dining experience, I suppose. And that's that's the key focus with this, is that it's a, a different, innovative take on the barbecue. All right. The questions are coming in thick and fast. Uh, would you recommend a good system to prevent devices from being hacked? That's from Niall. Oh, God. If I had a one-size-fits-all solution, I think I'd be a very wealthy woman, but I don't. Uh, There are plenty of of bits and pieces that you can do to try and prevent your system from being hacked. A lot of it comes down to being wary. So you could have things like antivirus. The free one that we often talk about is AVG. Uh, Yesterday on News Talk Breakfast, I gave five free tips to do a bit of a cybersecurity Uh, audit on yourself and the big thing that I would recommend everybody does is enable two-factor authentication whether it's on your WhatsApp account your social media accounts uh, your email account your bank account enable two-factor or multi-factor authentication it's an extra layer of security so if somebody tries to get into any of your accounts any of your devices you will be alerted by another method and you can then take action uh, this is a similar question. Given the upsurge in cyber attacks, which anti-ransomware software would you recommend, please, for home and office? This is from Barry. He says, uh, heard of Comtex and Bullwall. Any of these any good? Yeah, look, I suppose it depends on the level of security, and the level of protection that you're looking for. Um very often, if like like you have the option of paying for ransomware or, or sorry cyber security software, so you can go out and buy packages and so on. I do think that the basic free antivirus package from AVG does the job just fine. If you're very secu- um, concerned about it, and if you are looking to invest. Uh, there are different brands out there. It just depends on what you're looking for. And I don't want to give sort of a one size fits all solution because some of them can be quite expensive. So if you do want a personalised recommendation, if you email patkenny at newstalk.com and I will get back to you. A lot of people concerned about security today. A question for Jess, which password manager would she recommend? That's from Tony in Fox Rock. Yeah, you know what? I am not wild about password managers and it's just because I haven't found one that I 100% like and love. I think You know when you're uh, uh, opening up a, uh, a site and they ask you to establish a password yeah. when you're buying something, for example, yeah. and then Google asks you, will I remember this? Yeah, and, and that is a way to do it. And they do that on, um, you know, Apple have their, I think it's called Keychain on Apple devices. That's actually, um, if you ever forget your password and if you use Google devices, Top tip, you can go to passwords.google.com and you'll be able to see all of your passwords in one place. Um, But in terms of a password manager, 1Password, I think, is a very popular one. I've spoken to Ronan Murphy of um, Smarttech247 and he said before that he wouldn't actually recommend any of those free password managers. You kind of get what you pay for when it comes to cybersecurity. So unless you want to really invest in one, I would try and just store them in your brain if you can. An app to tell you it's time to put your burgers on. For the love of God, are we turning people silly with zombie technology? Can no one figure out this stuff for themselves? I can't. 100% (laughs) I cannot. I want all the help I can get. All right. Are different chargers better than others? Yeah, this is a big issue and and it's something that's being looked at um, across the board, I suppose, in terms of bringing universal chargers uh, to to play. So that is that you'd have a universal port, but also um, that the brand and the quality of the cable that you utilise. So a few years ago, Dublin Fire Brigade did a bit of an awareness campaign of people going into stores and buying a cable for, say, two or three euro 
charging their phone and the cable might overheat and then cause issues. Um, so you're always recommended to look for uh, a cable that has sort of the quality mark on it um, to ensure that it is of a decent standard. Also then when it comes to the power brick, it depends on the wattage of the... Because, yeah, you know, the, the, they talk about really fast charging in some of the newer mobile phones, they yeah. promise you very, very quick charging, which means the current has been delivered quite quickly. Yeah, and it, it comes down to the the sort of the charging tools that you're using. So, for example, if I was to try and charge, try and charge my iPhone with a charger that was built for a Kindle reading device, for example, that wouldn't be good at all because the power of the iPhone is just it, it demands too much, so it wouldn't meet the requirements. So, you do need to ensure that you are using the right thing for your device. I would recommend, and I know they can be expensive, but just go and buy, buy the branded ones, the, the ones that are of that high quality to ensure that you're not facing any dangers, but also it's the best thing for your device as well. Uh, another question. Can you recommend a tablet or an iPad for games for four to six year olds? That's from Mags. OK, I would recommend you get an Android tablet for that age group and um, maybe look Why, at... just on price? On price, but also from a security or from a parental supervision point of view. So there's what I always recommend, the Google Family Link, which is completely free, but it gives you the parent eyes on what the child is doing. So uh, for that age group, I would look at something like the Samsung Tab A. Ensure that you download Google Family Link. That way you'll be able to see what apps they're using, screen time and so on. And just get sort of build in those healthy habits when it comes to digital parenting uh, from the outset. Any tips on child protection with YouTube? Yeah, so there's a specific app called YouTube Kids. Um, now, look, it's not a foolproof way because there have been videos that kind of slip through the net in terms of language and um, appropriate so content. So this is the only YouTube that you let them watch, is it, YouTube Kids? Exactly. So it's a specific app. It's different to the, the normal YouTube. Um, however, as I said, there's been concerns about some of the content that's on there, but it's better. It's more appropriate for that younger age. But I would still never recommend you just give a kid access to YouTube and kind of just leave them be. Yeah, and what up to what age would you say that's appropriate? I mean, up until around 12 or so, you know, I think you 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 want to be very wary of what's going on in YouTube, particularly with the way the algorithm works and the way that you get fed content. So yeah. if you finish watching one video, something slightly related comes up and it can take you further into a rabbit hole. So you just need to be quite wary uh, and mindful of what what they're doing and why. Jess Kelly, our technology correspondent, thank you very much. And that's all we've time for. A reminder that our items from today are uploaded as podcasts, which you can listen to on the Newstalk app, powered by Gola. Just search for The Pat Kenny Show. The Pat Kenny Show. With Matter Private Network. Weekdays at 9am on Newstalk.